0: All right, it is episode 23 of the 509 to the 609 Sports Podcast. We are back here, of course, think the final week of January, and of course, sports are heating up. They've really never been better in the NFL, but before we get to that, Antonio, what's going on, man?
1: Oh, not a whole lot, man. You know, it's already the end of the first month of the year, and it's... Whew. You know what they say? Time goes by.
0: Time flies. I feel like January though, like always goes by like really slow. You know, it's like the slowest month of the year. I not feel like. this year. Yeah,
1: not this year. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like previously, I'm like, oh, because it just drags on. You know, it's just like school work or something. It's like yeah, the beginning of the year, the jet lag at the beginning of the year, and yeah. now
0: maybe it's the it's, snow. I don't
1: know. It might be. and It's been cold here. here yeah, yeah, cold. So it's, yeah, you know, but you're a Jersey guy. You're used to the cold. Yeah, I'm used, I'm used to the Northwest cold, but you know, it's I'm missing that Hawaii weather when I was oh. in Hawaii.
0: Man, you picked a perfect week to go to Hawaii, man. That, that
1: 85 and sunny.
0: Oh, and it was snowing real hard here, too. We got, when we got that big, like... 15 inches of snow you know and so. i'm trying to
1: keep my tan i'm wearing short sleeves and polos in 18 degree weather with <laughs> right. a little bit of sun to keep my tan but it's, yeah, it's not sticking right. around anymore
0: i come in shorts i come in with shorts someday and people are like why why do you do that i'm like i don't know
1: it's just comfortable like i don't know i i would if i could
0: yeah right right. that's right. why that's
1: why i envy the the, the djs here in, in the studio you guys get to wear the hoodies yes yes the, the shorts the sweats you know my intern days that's what i loved about that yeah. was yeah I could scrub out and come, you know, work. I, of course, I was interning, but you can come to work and do all that fun stuff, you know, alongside with what you're doing here in the studio. Yeah. And, man, where I got in the market, I got to wear slacks and a polo. <laughs> Today, I wore championship reds because we, we met our budget. Oh, We nice. made budget, so, you know, after a big sale or all that, you know, Tiger Woods, after his, ch- he's going to the Sundays, he wore red. I said, if we make a big sale or, you know, we meet budget, I'll wear my championship reds, so. If I make a big sale five days a week, I'm wearing championship reds all week. You I know? Can't
0: blame you. I can't. They may blame smell,
1: you. but I'm going to rock them. <laughs> but enough about that. What do you say we jump into NBA, uh, NFL yeah, playoffs? Yeah, man.
0: I mean, probably the greatest weekend of football I've ever seen. I mean, it was just absolutely incredible. Starting off with uh, what was it? The the Bengals and the Titans. Bengals pull off an upset. Then the Niners pull off an upset. Uh, the Rams kind of pull off an upset right against the uh, the the Bucks. And then of course the epic finish with Patrick Mahomes and and Josh Allen. So let's start with the first game. And I mean, these Bengals, they're the real deal. I mean, they are the real deal. They remind me a lot of, and I, you know, I'm not just saying this because I'm a Jets fan, but that Jets team back in when they beat the Chargers who were number one, and then they went on to, I think, lose to the Steelers in the AFC championship game, but they just got like a swagger to them. You know, they don't think that they're the underdog. They really think that they belong there. And, and by the way they're playing, they certainly do. I mean, Joe Burrow you mean Joe Burr? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Joe how Burr. Stone cold he's been? Like, this guy gets sacked nine times and still is just unflappable, chucking it down the field to his, of course, star receiver Jamar Chase and other guys. But, man, they, this, this Bengals team is for real.
1: I like I like how the, the kicker before he's just like, oh, 52 yards. Well, see in the championship game, and he goes on and just drills up the middle with plenty of room. It's like, what, 10 yards, I think? Like, it sailed right through the uprights. I mean, and he's a rookie. Can you believe that? It's like. You got a sophomore quarterback. If you want to count him a sophomore, because he was out half the year last year. So you can say like a rookie-ish quarterback, right? One of the greatest rookies of, you could probably say all the time in Jamar Chase. Yeah. And then you have this rookie kicker, and it's just like the O-line's young to my to my knowledge. It's just like even the, the coaching staff and the front office for that Bengals organization, they're going in the right direction. Sure. Like everyone's like, Jamar Chase, why would you take him and not a lineman to protect your franchise quarterback? Well, right. now you see why. Yeah, right. Because Joe Burrow said, I get him and we're going to win games. We're gonna compete and it's proven right now. And when you have Joe Burrow or Joe Burry, you know, going around social media right now, um, it's it's hard to go against when your quarterback wants. See you, you see like the Rodgers, they want their guys, the Mannings, the Brady's, the Wilsons, you know. Joe Burrow Joe Joe Burrow's gonna be that guy. And yeah. it's I, I'm excited for where the Bengals are going. I'm not a fan of them, but it's just I'm a fan of their players. Right. Like, me too, yeah. I, the only reason I would root against them is like they're playing Seattle or they were playing the Patriots like that's really it like I have no reason to like them or not but Joe Bur- he's got some swagger to him, man and he the way he's just carrying it the glasses he wears like post-game yeah. pre-game it's just like there's something about him and it's like when LeBron came to Cleveland because he's from Ohio like yes, he grew he up in Akron right I think also
0: LeBron grew up in Akron, Akron I'm, I'm and then, not well, sure where Joe Burrow grew up he's, but he from, is, Ohio. he's from Ohio he's yes, like yes. from the
1: around the Cincinnati area or somewhere like that and so right. it's like it's one of the teams he grew up rooting for so it's one of those like I'm all in, let's do it, you know? And so it's it's exciting to see. It's a nice change because the Bengals have been pitiful the last couple of years. Like, yeah. That's an understatement, like terrible. Even like the end of Andy Dalton's tenure, it's just like, eh, well, you gave it a good five-year run, but you're not going anywhere. And they didn't win, what, two playoff games in 30 years or something mm-hmm. like that? And. Yep. Any, any, or the, that's their first two in thirty years, and before that it was just just dry.
0: Yeah, they haven't made the AFC Championship game since I, I want to say the mid '80s, like back 80, when 86? Chris Collinsworth was on the team. I think,
1: yeah, '86 yeah. or something like that. And so I like the direction they're going. And what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, with the I, I think
0: you made a good point saying he has swagger, Joe Burrow. He he's very cool, calm, and collected. And I think you have to be when you get sacked nine times in a playoff game. I mean, my goodness, unheard of. That offensive line is definitely the worst in in the playoffs. Uh, for the teams that are left. But uh, he's Joe Cool, man. And I know we used to call Joe Flacco that, but he, he you know, Joe Cool definitely for for Joe Burrow as well. Their defense is pretty good too, very solid. Of course they got that pick at the end of the game versus the Titans, uh, you know, the tip ball and they picked it off. And moving on to the Titans though, I mean, what more can you do? They got the number one seed. They were twelve and five. They had really, you know, a a great thing coming back with Derrick Henry and they couldn't take advantage of it. And you know, I hate to say it, but Ryan Tannehill is the—he's the guy. I mean, I—you know—he's not an elite quarterback. I just feel like you need a young elite quarterback or an elite quarterback who's a little older to really compete in the playoffs these days.
1: And experience goes a long way. I mean, in Miami, he wasn't pulling it off. That's why he was he traded. Actually, I can't remember if he was traded he was or traded, not. Yeah, and yeah, so Miami took you first round. We actually looked at it early. What 2012? He got taken. He was a receiver before he was a quarterback. At Texas a and yeah. Texas A&M. Then con- then he got con- uh, transition converted to a quarterback. And then he got drafted. It was like 11th or 12th overall. It was something crazy. And it's like, all right, you're putting a lot of faith in a guy that's probably better wide receiver than he is a quarterback because he has athletic. You see it on the field, the mm-hmm. way he moves, the way he runs, just his manners on the field. You can tell he's an athlete. It's just he's not a guy you can go all in on. And, I mean, yeah. they have him at a budget, so it's just kind of like, we got to ride this out because we can build this team around him. But now you got to make a move either this offseason for like an Aaron Rodgers, a Russell Wilson, so, someone. See if you can pull a veteran down there because you have the pieces. You have Derrick Henry back there, so looking at that, and then you—I mean, uh, AJ Brown, Julio Jones. I mean, you have a good line. You have a you have a good, I would say, veteran defense with some young pieces surrounding it. I'm Titans are right there, but they're they're a quarterback away. But quarterbacks are hit or miss. So if you right, excuse me, if you can't do it with Tannehill, you got to do it with the veteran. And I think you got to really branch out. Or see if he can snag a diamond in the rough this draft. I mean, but I don't right, see any I quarterback. Totally
0: agree. Yeah. And it's
1: just, I think they rushed Derrick Henry back too soon. I think it was just kind of like desperation. Like, maybe he can take pressure off of Tannehill. Because he's just in the backfield, right? He's just that big of a factor. And you can just tell when he's running. He, he, he's been out for, what, like six weeks? I mean, yeah, he, you can tell he, he the was season, pretty much. he was rusty. Yeah, and oh yeah, yeah. It was just more like a gimmick to bring attention off Tannehill. But the Bengals, the Bengals <laughs> went the right direction. and They came out the win. I mean, yeah, they did. That's really what the Titans for me, I mean. So that's bank, it. So I, ba- I think they're they're a really weak one seed. I think it's just like yeah, the Patriots were up and coming. Then they got hurt. Then the Bills and Chiefs were right there. They were getting beat up on by some teams to end the season, but getting hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. And then just proved the Bengals were just the better team as yeah, a four seed. They're just they're just a well rounded team, and so. Can't knock him for that, but there's always next year for the Titans. (laughs) Well, it's it's just
0: cool to have the Bengals, you know, make it this far. We've, like you said, we haven't been able to say that since you know we weren't even alive then, so it's pretty crazy. But let's move on to the other game. Of course, the man, what a disappointment for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, Aaron (sighs) Rodgers did not show up, did not play particularly well, especially after I mean the first drive, they played great. But then Mercedes Lewis fumbled, and then Aaron Rodgers just lost complete trust in all of his receiving core, except for Devontae Adams. Uh, the weather was bad, but that's no excuse because the Green Bay Packers play that all the time. But these San Francisco 49ers, just like the Bengals, man, they're scrappy.
1: They don't give up. They believe in each other, and they're very resilient. I called that upset too last yes, you, you mentioned did. at the Packers, and I called this upset with the with the Niners, which it's just that there's a track record there. It's just the Niners have always lined up well against the Green Bay Packers. Like They have the blueprint on how to beat Aaron Rodgers. Mm. But did they beat Aaron Rodgers, or did some crucial plays happen when Aaron Rodgers wasn't on the field? Field. Yeah, especially. The because they had the block yeah, punt right, on the goal line, and right. then then I think they had the interception. Yes. Was the interception or was it a no? It ever?
0: was that block punt that tied the game. Um, but you know they they missed field goals. Uh, Robbie uh, Mason Crosby missed the field goal. You know I I, I agree with you. This, all three phases needed to show up because but... Rodgers
1: threw for like two thirty, two like two thirty right. or something in that for that range.
0: But he definitely he, it just seemed to me that he wasn't like a Burrow or a Mahomes or Allen. Like he didn't he I just feel like he didn't really. You know, spread the wealth. He didn't because Devontae Adams was really the only guy that was making catches. But
1: I maybe he just lost trust in his receivers. I don't know. I mean, ten points like that's crazy to me. Uh, whether weather's a thing, but it's just I was it two years ago when they lost to the Niners. When the Chiefs won this that Super Bowl and the Chiefs mm-hmm. won it. Yep. He said, "Well, come play in Green Bay. It's a different ball. Pretty much <laughs> yeah. not like exactly like a quote, but pretty much to take away from that. I saw it on ESPN this morning, where he was like." you only come play in Green Bay when it's, you know, negative degrees and it's not all sunshine and see how you fare. And, well, they fared just fine. It looked like they fared better than you guys did. And you claim that, but not. So it's it's like, what's your excuse? And I'm not really an Aaron Rodgers fan. He's good. He's going to be an all-time great. But it's just like. But his playoff record isn't good, man. It isn't good. And it's just like you beat up on a really weak conference for most of your career. I mean, the Bears have been. Especially the division. Yeah, The division. It's the Lions, the Bears, and the Vikings. Vikings have been. Every random they've been good, you know, the AP era, and they, they were good the last couple of years. But really, other than that, it's like he had, like, one one season where, I think it's was his, his year he took over after Favre. What was it, 08, I think it was? two thousand eight, yes. Where he took over, and they were, like, 7-9. and nine. And then they started winning, like, 10-plus games. But they played good competition come playoff time, and they can't pull it off. So it's not like when people would say New England. Well, they played the Jets. They played the Bills. They played the Dolphins, you know? Yeah, but then they'd blow the Steelers out. They would blow... The Chargers out. You know, they'd beat these really good teams in the playoffs, the Colts, yeah. and you know, the Manning the Manning Brady rivalry where they would go back and forth. And it right, was just right. they won the games that matter, and they would make Super Bowls and win Super Bowls. It was weak, weak division or not, they pulled it out. Where Green Bay's not. And now it's like you gotta just blow it up and start over because you're over the cap. Devontae Adams is a free agent. Rodgers doesn't want to be there and he's under contract. I think they owe him like forty something million or something. One more year. Now. Yep. And it's just what do you do?
0: So that's I mean, what, what, think, what do you
1: do? And what do you think they should do well, with the Packers? I, I
0: think they should do everything they can to keep the team intact. But like you said, it's going to be a little tough with that cab. Where does Devontae Adams go? I think they're going to wait for Rodgers to make his decision and go from there. But uh, I mean, they'd be stupid not to want him back. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, there's just something in me and watching that McAfee interview yesterday. You could just tell Aaron Rodgers is like, well, I don't really know what I want to do. He just doesn't sound very committed to the Packers anymore. And he even said, I'm going to make a decision before Devontae Adams out of respect for him. It just
1: sounds to me like, you know, in the tone of his voice, it sounds like he just doesn't want to be back. Because yeah, he wants his guy to get paid. He wants, and that's one guy he trusts in the organization. Yeah. It's, yeah, he wants him to get paid, and he's not going to follow him. But it's like, hey, if he leaves and chases, or not chases the money, but he gets paid and goes to a good team, then I'll go where I think is best for me if I can get the trade. Honestly, I just think he's done with football. You think I, so? I, I think it's just, I just, I think the fire's going out, and I think it's time. Because like he had that host for Jeopardy, right? And yeah. he, did, he did really well on it. And mm-hmm. I'm not even a Rodgers fan, but he, you're making your money on was a state farm. Yep. You're making all these, these commercials, kind of like Manning did in his career. It's like you have a career after football. I think he's seeing that. And I think he's just looking. He's like, if I can't win now, where can I go and actually win? Pittsburgh's right there, but it's like, are you now you got the Bengals? So you're in a tough division. You go to Vegas. Well, you got the Chargers and the Broncos. The Broncos are a quarterback.
0: Just the AFC. Right?
1: Just the AFC in general. And then New England's up and coming after one down year. The Bills aren't going anywhere. The Chiefs aren't going anywhere. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, no, just it's the a AFC great point. now. And yeah. it's just they're very well balanced. And the NFC's up and coming too. I mean, Seattle had it down here. You got the Niners who's knocked them out. You got the Rams who are still in it. Those two teams are in the, in the conference championship now, the Rams and the Cardinals. Or excuse me, the Niners. And then Cardinals aren't going anywhere. There's, so that whole division, the West is not going anywhere. Mm. Then you go to the East. It's like Dallas, they're a head coach away. In reality, they have the pieces, but they just need front better front office management, which Jerry Jones is never going to give up. I agree. And then you need a head coach. Yeah. Like if you bring like a Brian Flores Sean or someone Payton, over, maybe. Sean, actually, I think that's one we should probably hit on that, right after. That wasn't in our plan, so you brought that up. Yeah. Sean Payton, and it's just like, I don't know. I just think I just think Rogers just give it, just retire, do one more year if you can't do it, just retire. I mean, you're going to be yeah, thirty eight, thirty nine years old. Yeah. You're going to put the the handcuffs on a franchise to commit to you because you're. Finger quotes Aaron Rodgers and this bad man, as Stephen A says, and then you're going to handcuff a franchise to pay you $30, 40000000 a year, and they're not winning, and then they have to get rid of assets to even trade for you, too. They're going to want first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay is, I mean, there's... You're rebuilding now. You got to bring pieces in for Jordan Love. Yeah, you took first or not first, but first round a couple years ago. So
0: and Rogers even said, "I don't want to be part of a rebuild." And um, you know, again, his body language didn't seem great either. I mean, I know obviously you're disappointed you you lost, so your body language isn't going to be great either way. But um, but what about his legacy? I mean, do you think Rogers' legacy took a
1: hit after that game? No, he'll still be a first ballot Hall of Famer, if not unanimous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, very mediocre quarterbacks have one ring. Yeah, Eli Manning, who I think is a very mediocre, below average quarterback, won two rings because of a defense and two lucky catches and some nice
0: throws. Yeah, because
1: I everything else he's done is average, but he'll be because his two Super Bowls and his name, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. But like Manning, at least had two. Both Mannings had two. Yeah. I'm trying to think, um, you know, I mean, I mean, like Trent Dilfer has a ring, right? right. He's not Aaron Rodgers, and it's, but you I mean it's like Brad Johnson, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco has a ring, but Joe Flacco had those good years, and it's yeah. just like. I don't think it takes a hit. I think it's just kind of like, all right, you're talking the talk, you're trying to walk the walk, but you couldn't walk it into the Super Bowl when mm. you were the favorite going in. Yeah, I, I just think with that, home field.
0: I don't think. Yeah, true, right. And, and I don't think his legacy necessarily is going to be destroyed, but I, I just think, I, I think he's always going to be known, to be honest with you, as a great quarterback, one of the best throwers of the football we've ever seen. Doesn't turn the ball over, but. Man, his playoff record just wasn't great. And I think he really has to improve that for him to be, you know, in a classification with a Manning or a Brady, because again, it really it comes down to Super Bowls a lot of the times with these legacies and quarterbacks. So yeah.
1: Or you're just breaking records where right. it's like,
0: like Drew Reed, This yeah.
1: year it's like he'll probably win the MVP, but Brady led three out of the categories That's this true. year and yeah. is more more of I would say an M V P caliber player, him or Jonathan Taylor, but Speaking of Brady, while we jump in, what do you think? We jump in the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. The Bucs game, Bucks Rams? I mean, yeah, no,
0: for sure. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm done with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Real quick, though, the 49ers, I mean, do you think they can? Well, we'll talk about, it, you know, we'll give our predictions later, but uh, but they just they they keep showing
1: resilience, right? And it's making it hard to move on from Jimmy G because he's winning yes, these games at night. He's that winning matter. the games. I in, know. In terrible fashion, but he's winning the games. He yeah. makes the turnovers earlier in the game, and the defense saves him, and then he drives him down to kick a game winning field goal. I mean, it's hard, and it's like, He's under contract, I think, for one more year. Yeah, if I remember right. Yeah. Unless you think a hundred percent, what uh, Trey, Lance. Trey Lance is ready, I think you keep him one more I year. I totally agree. Make it like Rogers Farve, you know, where yeah. it's just like, or even you could say Garoppolo Brady, where they had the successor behind him, and then Brady played for another million years. Right. You know, I think it's do one more. You have Garoppolo one more year. You're not going to get much for him. You might as well ride it out, pay him, and then next season, kind of like Kaepernick, Smith, Alex Smith, mm-hmm. if Lance is ready. And Garoppolo is not winning because that 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 division's really tough yeah of course. you know and it's proven I mean Seattle went to what seven and ten and they've had a couple injuries mm-hmm. To you know they still won seven games right where it's that division's going that di- that division's going nowhere and you need that veteran experience at least to see it and if he goes down with an injury and like like I said like Kaepernick Smith if Lance comes in and just kind of takes over you ride the wave kinda. yeah you just kind of ride the wave and see where it goes if Lance is winning and is performing you ride it yeah, and then Jimmy goes, "All right, well, maybe I'll go to Denver or something," you know. Right, but it's just one of those. Yeah, I just you—you you got the future right there, and you got a young defense. You, you got Debo Samuel, who's not going to go anywhere. You got Beast. You got good pieces when Lance does step in. But ride ride Garoppolo, one more year. Give it one more year. He's gotten you this far.
0: I agree, and and will they do that? Who knows? But you know, uh, John Lynch, I think has a lot to think about. You know, And Jimmy G just he makes the throws when they need to be made. <laughs> That's just what he does. I God. mean. I,
1: I saw sorry, I just it reminded me, I saw a meme, it's like cause they beat them right and Garoppolo's Italian. It's like yeah. Garoppolo's now Aaron Rodgers' uh, least favorite Italian next to Dr. Fauci. Oh boy. <laughs> After the whole oh boy. Yeah, right, 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 it's, right, right. It's right. Just like, get out of here with that. I'm not trying to bring vaccination into this, but it's just like that cracked me up. It's just like, well now Jimmy G is Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers yeah. It's his least favorite Italian. <laughs> because, because he beat him, but but no, yeah, let's um let's let's talk bucks. Yeah. I'm ready for bucks. That was a good game.
0: It was a great game.
1: Yeah. That was, was the a, second best game of the week. Yes, of
0: course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it was a crazy finish. The Bucks Brady almost did it again, man, coming back, what was it, twenty seven three? It wasn't twenty-eight three, but uh, close enough. And uh but the Rams, you know, they showed up in the first half. They looked great. They looked like they had the game in hand and obviously, you know, melted down a little bit before the heroics of Matt Stafford and Yakima's own Cooper Cup, man. It was just an incredible had game. A game. He had a great game, yeah.
1: Game winning, game winning catch. I mean, it's just you like seeing the Yakima natives, the local homegrown guys, do it at the highest level. Yeah. And he's doing it because not many come from here and do that. And he's, he's doing it and he's killing it. And they're my Super Bowl pick. And it wasn't just because Coop. It's just they got hot at the right time. And you saw it. when they were blowing teams out the last like month of the season. You're like, all right, this is that Rams team we expected. All season,
0: Yeah, and you know I got to gotta give him credit, too, man, because they took a lot of risks this year, bringing in OBJ, bringing in trading for a guy in Von Miller. Does he have anything left? Well, he certainly— Oh, he showed it this weekend. Right, he showed it this weekend. And bringing in Matt Stafford, taking a big risk, you know, you're trading a guy you got to the Super Bowl with. Well, we now know that that's the reason why, because of that, those throws he made at the end of the game to Cooper Cup. So that's paying off. And obviously the big question, though, with— that game and the game ending the way it did is, is Tom Brady going to retire? Is this it for Tom Brady? What do you think? I don't think so, man. I think he's got one more year left in him. I really do. And I know we say that every year, but I think he wants to go out on top. I really do. I think that that's just who he is. That's Tom Brady in a nutshell. You know, he wants to go out on top. He wants to be the best. He wants to give it everything he has. But on his podcast, of course, saying that, well, you know, this time I really got to rely on my family. And we know he even said Giselle doesn't like every time he takes a hit, she winces. And I get that, you know, and he's got kids. And so, you know, I, I think family's going to play a big part in this.
1: And they're getting all eyes rating. Like it's his kids now are like the nine through 14, nine through 15. They're at that age where now is he's kind of like, he's made his money. They get it. Yeah. The I wouldn't say like ego, but it's kind of one of those. Can I win without Bill? He did that. He was, he succeeded without Bill. And. I mean it's he's 44, 45 years old. I mean twenty two years in the league. I mean oh. he's got one more year. I think he's gonna he's gonna do that one. But it's the same with Green Bay, like Godwin's a free agent coming off an injury. You um there's a I can't remember from the top of my head, but I know there's a couple of JPP, uh, JP
0: P uh Sue, yeah. Which
1: you could let Indominan walk. He was much of a factor this year. JPP, if you can get him for the right the right cost. But it's a good point. It's not like Levante David, you know, who's your Prime. Yeah. Use, oh, all, yeah. All pro linebacker. Well, what, what's the team going to look like? Yeah. And so it's just, he's got the pieces. Gronk doesn't know if he wants to come back. That's his favorite option. Yeah. He, even with the, the receiving core he has. And and it showed, like, and when Antonio Brown hit the whole thing that happened with him, when he left, he lost another reliable target. You kind of saw the offense taper down a little bit. Fournette was injured. The, the Buccaneers were injury. They had the injury. Tristan Wirth. And they, and just, even on offense and defense. And it's just, I think one well, more year. We're saying that. I think he's looking at, I think his... I think his family's just kind of—he's just like, you know what? It's just let and, me get I, to forty-five. I, I want to say. I don't even think that, it's a—it's yeah. a go out on top because I don't see them winning next year. Right. I just don't. I just don't see it. It's I, gonna be tough. Yeah. I, it's just—it's gonna be tough, and it's just these these top teams that made the playoffs aren't going anywhere.
0: Well, Brady always said, "I want to play until forty-five. I want to play until forty-five, and this is the year forty-five. Yeah. So we'll see." So I, but it's just like he has nothing left to
1: prove. It's not like oh, Rogers, no, where it's no, like, no. does he need that Super right. Bowl? It's like it's like, are you trying to get to 10? Right. Like, yeah. what, you know, I just think it's one of those, he, he loves the game so much and he's such a competitor. I'm going to, I could see him being like a GM. Oh, sure. Or something, yeah, or, you yeah. know, like either with the Bucks, step into position with the Bucks, where he can live in Florida where it's warm or even New England, you know, where it's kind of like a, I think he'll, he'll step away for, uh, for, for a little bit, take mm-hmm. a break, but they come back after like a year or two where you guys are going into commentary. Yeah. Into making appearances on ESPN. I think he'll do something like that or, Maybe he'll he has a podcast. Maybe he'll start a little thing him and Gronk because they're 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 a little dynamic duo on and off the field. You know they're right. hilarious and they are yeah. Where it's like yeah like AJ Hawk and Pat McAfee, like something like that, like the Gronk and the TB twelve Gronk show or something like that. Man, if be... they make that, I'm trademarking that right here because I yeah. came up with that just now. Yeah. If they make that, I'm going to trademark it. I'm trademarking <laughs> that right now. That'd be a
0: great show. Yeah, those,
1: those their their names together, not the TB twelve or the but the TB twelve Gronk. Right. You know, but all jokes aside, it's just. It's time. It really is. I'm just reiterating again. Just kind of right off from the sunset. One more year, make that 30 million or whatever it is untaxed in Florida, enjoy the weather. And I you got to look at it like, okay, it's my last year. You need a plan after me. I think he's going to sit down with the front office. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's my last year. Thank you for everything. I want to set you guys off right. If you think there's a guy now in the draft, take him. And I'll we're going to go out and win, but I'll I'll kind of groom him and show him more like that that like master Padawan, you know, that kind of that apprentice type thing where he could just teach him the game. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, we're going to go out and win. This is what I do if a bad play happens. Yeah. And it's not like a game that matters, which is crazy to say in the NFL, but be like, this is why you don't do this. This is why I got picked off. This is why I got sacked. Stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be great. And just if you see someone in the draft, take them. If not, maybe... Well, yeah, they, start scouting ahead. I mean, because you're yeah. going to need a quarterback yeah, with those weapons sure, yeah. around you. you and can't... I know they drafted a Trask
0: from Florida, but you know how good is he? We don't know. You know what I mean? Hopefully I totally he's... forgot
1: about Trask. I don't think that actually be a bad option to ride with. And he's sat in the system for a year. Well,
0: I guess technically yeah, Blaine Gabbard is the backup, oh, but God. you have right exactly. So you have a guy. <laughs> he's been in the league long enough to know if he's been taught enough. You know, but but if you have a guy like Kyle Trask, yeah, I mean that. Like you said, that could be great. I mean, learning under the best to ever do it. I mean, that's that's got to be such a privilege, man. I mean, that's awesome.
1: I would kill for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to the game of the weekend, which is hard to say because there were just so many great games. But the Chiefs and the Bills, Allen versus Mahomes, um, back and forth. Lead changed, what, how many times did it change in the last two minutes? I mean, was it four four or five. Yeah, I mean, it was just incredible. But we learned that you can't give a guy like Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds to drive 40 yards down the field to get a field goal because that's what they did. And Josh Allen played so well, I mean, I mean, he really Oh, they bolted. did. Their oh, stat line yeah. was insane. Yeah. I mean, it was such a fun quarterback matchup to watch. But, of course, the Chiefs uh, come up victorious in the end. Just a great game, man. I mean, it was so fun to watch.
1: Great game, and it just showed, like you said, 13 seconds with an all-time... Well, he'll be an all-time great when it's all said and done with Mahomes. But Josh Allen played his, played his ass off. He I'm did. He played his ass off. Yeah. So, like, that whole team did. And it's just like... Like, oh they're down, then they drive and they take the lead. You're like, you know, insert whatever words you want in there, like, oh, whatever. And it's just like, wow, okay. Um, this is a game. You know, the Bills, they're they're gonna pull this off. Like, there's there's no way, I don't care if you're you God or Jesus, you're not gonna go with thirteen hundred yards in thirteen seconds or whatever, right? Well, right. they did it. Yeah. But do you think it was the greatness of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? Or do you think it was bad defensive matchups and personnel on the field? Because well, they were playing like a con like conservative yeah when it's like you should be getting pressure to make sure they're not i'm I'm not they rush four.
0: they didn't bring they didn't rush two and have more of a backfield to to guard you know what i mean like they and plus that squid they should have squib kicked it right they should have had them forced to waste at least kill four seconds yeah exactly and then it becomes really hard i don't care who you have like you said so yeah I, i think the bills really didn't have a game plan at the end they just didn't and it was bad
1: and I'm okay with like the rushing four because they, they do have a good front four. Oh yeah, by yeah. them by themselves without without having to use any blitz packages. But it's like they would even like man up. They just went like a prevent defense and yeah. they're dropping their DBs thirty yards off and they hit Kelsey
0: down the middle for, like twenty five yards, right, like consecutively. Right. And yes. then they
1: hit a, I think a quick out to well it
0: was to Tyree Kill first and then yep. to Kelsey. But they they just ran straight down the field and they were open. Yeah, they, what they had two timeouts. Two.
1: Yeah, had, they had I'm, all
0: three. They had all three timeouts. And they
1: called timeout and it's just like. You, you could have came up with – the Leslie Frazier, their de- their defensive coordinator, could have came up with something better than that. I mean, you and I could have threw the headset on and be like, all right, we're blitzing four, man up. Yeah. One safety back there. They're right. not going to burn us. They're yeah. not going to get short yardage. Yeah. Because that like they, t- they chipped away. They got 10. Then they got 15. Then he bombed it for like 35. The next thing you know, they're in field goal range, and then that led to the end of the game, which leads me to this. Postseason should they change the overtime rules to where at least each team touches the ball or are you okay with it? Oh man. Because um, the Chiefs have been on that side before with when the, the last Patriots yeah, Super Bowl.
0: Right, right. Where
1: the Patriots drove like they did, scored, and Brady got the ball and they're like, Well, that's game.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I just think in a playoff game, you wanna see the other guy get the ball, you know what I mean? Like at least have them get a chance to score a touchdown. If the defense stops them, the game's over. You know, but uh, I hear everybody saying, well, just stop them, stop them, and you won't complain. And I get that, but I don't know, man. The playoffs, like, you, you, it, you want it to be more thrilling, you know, and I feel like they would be if, if the other team got to touch the ball. But you got to give credit to the Chiefs, man. I mean, they just said, you know what, we're ending this here right now, and that's what they did. And man. they didn't wait. They went yeah. down the field
1: like, was it, like six, seven plays? They're like, yeah. yeah, it's
0: over. I mean, you just kind of knew, too. It was like they were just slinging that thing down the field. Every pass was caught yardage gain like you said and it just was like oh boy this is over the, the, the bills just ran out of gas
1: and we so. were saying last week because you had the chiefs in the super bowl and yep. i had the bills so yep. we both have a team left i have the rams right. you got the chiefs yeah um I think, did you have the Packers winning it? Was that um, that, that was that your yeah, last dance call? I
0: said Rodgers was going to ride out into those Packers sunlight, you know, because he, he had that, he posted that picture of Devontae Adams in the, the last dance, and I was like, I was so, like, enthralled with that, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that, this is going to happen, oh my God, and obviously, well, I was dead wrong.
1: So. He, well, he just kind of double-checked his way out of, the, out of yeah. the Super Bowl and the playoffs in general. But, yes, absolutely. But no, all jokes aside, I just, so what the overtime rules... I think cuz they did change it a couple years ago where it's like did. a field goal won it right. where it's like okay now you got to score. Yes. I'm okay with that in the regular season cuz your player safety and all that but this is like this is one and done now. This is this is for all the mar- not all the marbles but it's for the next round. It's losing your out, right? So it's sudden death. Each team should get the ball one and one cuz I put I put it in baseball terms. That'd be like if the Mariners were the home team and the Red Sox hit a home run the game's over
0: right top nah. of the top of the 10 yeah
1: it's over you don't even get a chance to no one no one else pitches no one else like that but like the home team then gets the at-bat they Mariners hit a home run then it's over because the right. red sox had their turn now the mariners get theirs which they even changed their extra innings rule but if from like baseball the football sh- the football sense it you at least if they score a field goal okay which then the other team gets in the regular season their new overtime rules but even if they score excuse me score a touchdown give the other team the opportunity at least in the playoffs is that what they do in college right don't they do that they
0: set it at the what 30 yard line 25 i think it is
1: and if the first team scores the other team has a
0: chance to score a touchdown
1: see we're talking about this i think they should do something like that but no first downs right you're on the 40 you get four downs to score
0: right right and it
1: just goes back and forth with no extra points you go for if you score a touchdown you go for two and then the other team gets it like that it's like well it's like texas tiebreaker thing is what they call it but it's the college football rule i think it's the the like the turn started like in Texas where they every other team rotates, do that at least for playoff format. Do that, it, it's just an idea because then it's just like, okay, you're pros, you want to win it 40 yards or 40 yards, four plays. There's no yeah. first downs, yeah, there's no this. If it's fourth and 26, either you're going for a touchdown or you're going for the field goal, and then vice versa, how college does it until, yeah, like until you get a winner, yeah. I like that, but then it doesn't, it doesn't like there's no clock, there's no time management. Which is the best of the, the the best players going at it, right? On both sides, and you get four downs. Mm-hmm. There's no, because like in college, you can get a first down. Right, right. Where it's no, start with the 40 or even midfield, you got four plays to score. Go. Man, I mean, that that's not a bad idea. I like that. I, yeah, like I come that. with some good ideas yeah, here and there yeah, on yeah. the show. Maybe I'll throw <laughs> that out. Maybe I'll email that to good old Goodell, yeah. you know, but it's just an idea. It's just like, because you, you can't not, which it happened, but. Give Josh Allen a chance to score. I mean, yeah. they were they both they just, like you said they went back and forth the whole fourth quarter, and then it's just Mahomes got the ball last. Well, they keep what saying uh,
0: the only mistake that uh, the only mistake that that Allen made was calling uh, what was it tails? I think he called tails. Yeah, he should have yeah. called tails. I saw yeah. that too. <laughs>
1: it's just, <laughs>
0: but it's, he had a great game, man. It, was, yeah. it was, and it was that was classic.
1: And it's you know what it reminded me of? What's that? The NFC Championship in 2013 with the with the um with the Seahawks and Niners. Yeah, yeah. where oh, it came yeah. down to that, it's just like. Okay, whoever won that was going to win the Super Bowl, which you know you thought which was like that was actually a conference championship, and Seattle went on to win it. Yeah. Denver that year, yep. or this year, you're like, okay, whoever wins this is going to is going to the Super Bowl. Maybe not win it because you can't sleep on the Niners or the Rams, you know. And so we'll see. But I mean, do you think the Bengals can beat the Chiefs? Yeah, let's do it. Let's pick the games now. Um, I I think
0: they can, but will they? I, I don't think so. I, I think the Chiefs are at home. They're riding all this momentum. I I think it's going to be a blowout. Actually, I think the Chiefs are going to win. A blowout? Yeah, I think the Chiefs are going to win pretty handily. Actually, yeah.
1: I'm going to go with the underdog this Uh-oh. one, just because I didn't have the Chiefs in it because I'm bitter about that Bills loss. Who was my <laughs> pick to make it? Yeah, I got Joe Burr. Joe I got Burr. style and Joe, man. Yeah. I got it. I I, I listen, got him. I, I, I just think don't they think, can. I just don't think that secondary is going to stop Boyder or um, Jamar Chase. Right. I just don't see it. Their secondary, it's like they're better, but it's like Diggs, Diggs is an elite receiver and they couldn't cover him. Jamar chases that level as a rookie. I mean, it's, where do you, who's going to guard him? Yeah. Dirty Dan Sorensen. Well, whoever was guarding. Matthew got hurt too. So there's that. Matthew is hurt. So that takes your enforcer. Well, the one thing they have to do is
0: whoever was guarding Davis on the Bills needs to not guard the top receiver on the Bengals. That's for sure. Because Davis had a career day and, and the biggest of spotlights, obviously they lost, but. Still. um, Yeah. No, listen, I, I think the Bengals can. I, I just I envision in, sometimes in my head of what a Super Bowl will look like. I just don't think the Bengals. I think they're close, but I, I just don't think they can make that next step. But I was wrong about that. I mean, I pick. we all picked the Bengals last week, but, you know, I, stranger things have happened. We'll see. You know, we'll see. So speaking
1: of Bengals next year with the new uniform rules or this year, I should say, coming up the next season. The Bengals got to do like all white tiger,
0: Ooh, the yeah. white like a whiteout with the white helmet, the white unis. That'd be sick. It's a shame we don't have Mason here, man. He, he's our uniform expert. I know. I know.
1: Shout out to Mason, man. <laughs> Friggin' with all his uh, he with picks those uniforms. based on he picks, he based, picks based on, on uniforms. <laughs> and he's like, I, I, the Bengals are alright, but I'll pick them if they got cool right. uniforms. Yeah, yeah. And he, so, yeah, I, I got that. I think it's gonna be close. I just, I got the Bengals by seven. Okay, I, I got them by a touchdown. I think it's just gonna come down to clock management, which they do really well. Yeah, and their defense is okay. It's just, I think. It's, It'll be back and forth for a while. I think it's one one team's if it happens, the Bengals. One team's going to get that that one stop. I, I think it's going to be high scoring, just within a touchdown.
0: Man, the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Who would have thought if that happens? Man, who the hell would have thought if of that? If they
1: get there, they're probably going to win it. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> they're like just destiny ri- at that point. They're just riding Joe Burrow.
0: All right, so the Rams and the Forty ers This is a divisional matchup, a rivalry. Man, the Rams Sean McVay cannot beat this guy, Kyle Shanahan. So you know, we know that, but I'm still gonna go with the Rams. I think the Rams are gonna The
1: Rams win. were my pick to win it all. Yeah. I got the Rams. I got I got Coop Cup going the yes. whole way. Stafford was that one missing piece they needed to make this championship run. Totally agree. And but yep. did you see that they're they're making it you can only purchase tickets in I the LA that. area? Yeah. Like how like how how bad. I mean it's like well, I would bad, say bitter, but, I mean, but it's like it's like you're being like it's childish. Yeah. It's like, so now what's what's gonna happen is people in the co area, the LA area code or whatever are gonna buy the tickets and sell them for oh. tons and tons and tons oh, of money. Which yeah. they already do, don't get me wrong, but yeah, now it's yeah. gonna be worth more. Oh, where are you from? Oh Sanford, I wanna go to the game. Well here, i five thousand bucks to get you tickets. you know, just throwing a number out there where it's just like it's like shoes. And I think the NFL needs to handle that or make them neutral sites. Yeah. But at this point, if you're I mean, if, and if and you're we, gonna con- if you're gonna contradict right. and kind of like monopolize who can have your tickets then you sh- then it should just be neutral a neutral site for an nfc championship game yeah, or it's kind like, of
0: like a cop-out because the fandom isn't great there it's like well you gotta get your fandom better i guess i don't know i mean it's it you know they should be great because they're a good team and people should flock to see them but yeah i guess i guess the la fanhood just isn't great these days
1: I th- they are for the rams because the rams were there before it's like yeah when they where they made the mistake true, was putting yeah. the Chargers in L.A. Right. and not the Y'all, Raiders. Yeah. God, yeah. Well, they should have just flopped them. Yeah. Had the Chargers have a whole new city that's never had a franchise, where the Raiders travel. Well, and they would have. Who knows who they could have brought to L.A. I mean, Vegas is a good spot. Don't get me wrong, but th- if you had the Rams, Raiders get in L.A., that town would have lost it.
0: Yeah, they would have yeah. lost it. So we, so you have Bengals, Rams. I have Chiefs, Rams. Uh, how about that another if the Rams are making another team for the second straight year after all those years where a team's never hosted their own Super Bowl, two straight years where a team hosts their own Super Bowl. That's crazy. That's that's crazy and it's just no better place in LA, right? I know. And I'm looking forward to that that have to Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick, Mary J Blige, Snoop Dogg, man. That's... Speaking,
1: of, let's talk about that. You're a music guy. You yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. here host on 997 here in town. Um yeah. what's your take on it? Do you think Think they could have done a better lineup? Or I think no, it's solid. I,
0: I think it's great because Dre's an LA guy, so Snoop Dogg. You know, Eminem's a legend. Kendrick's a future. Well, some say he's a legend now. He's a great artist. I love
1: Kendrick Lamar. Uh, love he's from music. LA
0: as well, and and you know, Mary Jay's a legend. So I, I think it was perfect, and I think it was the right time to get a hip hop act. You know, you're in LA, and it's a, it's it, you know, LA is a is a hip hop town. They love it. So I think it was
1: a good idea. Yeah, I think it was solid. It's just, I get the Eminem to sell tickets. Him and Dre. I mean, you if you have Dre, you're going to have Eminem and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. and it doesn't care. He doesn't care if he's from Detroit. You right. know, people are <laughs> like, it's Eminem. Yeah, I'm gonna, of course. Yeah. And this might be the most viewed halftime show in NFL history I know. with this lineup. I mean, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers was huge. Don't get me Michael wrong, Jackson, I love that. Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Janet. Be- was it Beyonce on halftime before? Yeah, I yep. swear. She, and so it's, it's, it's going to be a good one. Yeah. I mean, if neither of the teams I pick make it, <laughs> right. I may not watch it but yeah. I know you'll be watching the Super Bowl I'm, yeah. I'm one of those bitter people it's like the Rams and Megan I'm not watching I'm not, <laughs> but you just watch for the I don't want to watch, watch Patty Mahomes and beat the, the
0: Niners again and the commercials Yeah, S- the,
1: the commercials have been crap this year or like oh, the last really? couple years yeah. oh well yeah yeah.
0: Well, sometimes they always like preview the commercials sometimes you know and you kind of already get the deal of like oh this is going to be a crappy Super Bowl with the commercials but I mean believe it or not people actually watch just for the commercials you know they used to be
1: really good. Yeah, like the the Doritos ones used to be like the best. Oh yeah, the Pepsi ones yes. were really good. There was some like, there was some like medical company that used to do them that was really funny back in like the two thousands. You know, right. and, but I think it's just more just kind of what you can and can't say and what you can air now. Right, is what what the FCC wants and all that, or not FCC, but um, wh- who is it? FCC it, is it FCC? Yeah, it's Are FCC. they television too? And yeah. so yeah. with them, it's a matter. Of, you can't say that. You can't say that. Just times have changed. You know, and so especially with cancel culture, it's like you don't want to say one slip up in a commercial mm-hmm. and then bang, you know, Gen Z coming at you right, <laughs> to right, right. cancel your product. But but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You're the big you're the big hip hop oh, guy oh, here. I'm so excited. And so, oh, yeah, I'm excited oh. for you for the Super Bowl <laughs> <half-time> <laughs> show. <laughs> All right. Final uh,
0: NFL thing. You sent me this uh, rookie rankings by, via Jeff. Jeff Legwood, uh, they had Micah Parsons one, Mac Jones two. Slater 3, uh, Humphrey 4 from the Chiefs, and then they had Jamar Chase at 5. This guy had the best wide receiver year for a rookie of all time. How the heck can you have him number 5? Well, and then keep
1: looking down, Jalen Waddles 8. Oh, wow. Kyle Pitts 6? Jeez. Oh, man. I mean, I get you got to put offensive linemen in this. And yeah. Uh, like, Slater had a really good year. I don't, yeah, think, yeah. I don't think he gave up a sack all year as a rookie. I don't think so, yeah. On that side. So, I, I get the top 3. I get that. I mean, I would drop Mac to four. I would yeah. push Pitts to to five. I would bring Waddle up to six. But you you got I, I know Michael Parsons had a had a killer year. Yeah, but he didn't show up in the. I know this is a season thing. Yeah, but they had a better team around him. I would say. Where yeah, that's true. He, not even a better team. Jamar Chase. They're a really good team. They're in the AFC Championship. But Jamar Chase has only done stuff that only Jamar Chase has done as a round. I rookie. know. That's... Receptions, yards, touchdowns. Y- Probably Yak. I mean, you name it. I mean, he's and he's going nowhere. Like he's just he could be an MVP candidate next year, just yeah. after the season. Yeah. No, With in the top numbers? five consideration. And so right, right. I think that's a good list overall. It's just you can't Jamar Chase is not fifth. He's no. he's the best rookie of this
0: class. I totally agree. And then Parsons second, and yes. then you
1: can go from there. Slater. Yes. I think Slater was right at third. It's just uh, like defensive lineman, offensive. I'll say offensive linemen are, are overlooked, but Slater had a really good year. Yeah, no, he, he deserves, deserves to be the in the top, top five, five. Yeah. Top yeah. well, top five linemen in the league. I don't think yeah. like I said, I don't think he gave up a sack all year.
0: For a team that and, definitely needed it, yeah.
1: And so, but I, I don't know. Come on,
0: Legwood, I could have done better. Yeah, than that. I was about to say, I'm calling out Legwood, man. What the hell is this? Man, I don't Go know. Don't hear from
1: my representatives. You're right. <laughs>
0: all right, man. So let's move on to the MLB. Of course, the strike negotiations, they made some progress this week, so that's good. Um, but they also had the Hall of Fame. But let's start with the strike negotiations. I mean, it seems like they're making progress. You know, they're talking about arbitration. They're talking about this and that. What uh, What are your thoughts on that?
1: It looks like I did a quick brief read before we came in here, and it it looks like they want more. They want a higher raise for a rookie for the mm-hmm. first deal of the of the year when you get called up. The first right. contract in the MLB, they want a higher raise. For, I think from five hundred. I think it's five hundred fifty thousand. It's right. It's five hundred five hundred fifty thousand. Right when you make it to the bigs, they want to bump that up to I think like three quarter million, which Half a million's not going to scoff at, but I think they want to be closer to, to that seven figures range. Then that bumps up the salary for even veteran players. It's going to bump it up a little bit. They're like, you guys are billionaires; you can afford it, right? It's and it's the it's the big, it's the big franchises, or you could say organizations like the Yankees and the Red Sox. You can throw the Mariners in there just because they're owned by Nintendo, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're the ones that kind of they alter the alt- arbitrations, so like Jared Killinick, for instance, here in, with Seattle, right? He was re- he was really a day one roster guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but to keep him under his arbitration, they sent him to Triple A, knowing well we'll call you up after this date, and they did after the this. I think it's what it's like the middle of May. Mason was saying mm-hmm. that where after they call you up, you're still in the arbitration, so it's not a service year. So they push you back. So it's all, that- it's
0: all to save money, basically
1: it's money and it's they there's supposedly there's going to be like an arbitration pool where like top 30 or something like that can test the waters for age water sooner but oh, okay. they don't want that they're right. saying no no it should be a field where once once you touch foot in the in the majors which i don't quote me on this exactly but pretty i think they're playing where they once they set foot with that with the top organization it begins wow cuz you'll see them call guys up to fill the rosters at the end of the season you know to kind of see where they're at from triple a and the double a's where they're on the bench and maybe they'll get like a late innings at bat or somewhere in a game that doesn't matter. They're going to play the guys, their, their farm system guys where that doesn't count. Like that's just, they bumped the roster up from twenty twenty five 25 to 30. It's, it's nothing crazy. So that's really it with the strike. I can think of it's just more like they want more money as, as rookies in the first couple of years, but they want the arbitration still lessen. if it's going to be an arbitration, it's four years, not seven because it's seven years. Wow. Seven years. It's six. It's like six years and a club option. I believe it is. Or it's like five years and a club option. It's something like that. But so it, you, it can you, extend to seven years and they have control over you. Right. And then it, and then if they don't watch you, well, there you go. You're 33 years old and no one wants to pay you a 10. I was about to say, cent. so they have to wait that long to get their first like big contract? Yep. Wow. And that's what they're fighting. They're like, so a lot of guys, unless you're like a Mike Trout or a Bryce Harper who's 19 years old and sees the league, well, in your seven years, you're in your prime. You're in your mid to late twenties yeah. where you can still cash out and get that big contract. Where guys like Kellenic, I think, is like 25 now, 25, 26. Well, he's gonna have to wait till he's 32, 33 now to get that contract, right? Because he his arbitration to start this year. It starts this coming season, whenever it starts. That's what they're fighting for. They're like, we don't, we don't want it to. We don't want to prolong this. Like we want money sooner because we're putting we're putting up like Tatis. He, they just signed his contract. So pretty much, he's going to start after his arbitration period. So he's already cashed
0: right. in. Yeah. Type yeah. Thing. And,
1: they, and he's got some signing bonus money to make up for it. But it's like, not everyone's a Mike Trout. Not everyone's a Bryce Harper. Not everyone's a Fernando Tatis, you know. Um, so they just, yeah. it's they're just stuck, th- yeah. They're stuck, and it's kind of like a franchise taking football. Like they can franchise you twice, I think it is. Yes. Maximum. Where they're, there's like, just get, we're okay with being under contract, but not for seven years, where we don't have a say, like we can't talk to anyone, you can't do nothing, and it's like the restrictive uh, free agent. So if you you can test the waters during the during the team option years, but if a team gives you fifteen million, they can be like, well, we'll give you fifteen million. So they pretty much let a team do the bidding, and they go, well, we still got rights. So we're going to pay you fifteen million instead of you negotiating your own contract. because You're really not a free agent. Yeah, go test the waters. So if you're a free agent with the Mariners, you talk to the White Sox. They go, we'll give you all right, Flannery, We're going to give you fifteen million. You're worth it. Mariners come in and say oh well we thought you're gonna get more we'll give you 15 million and they'll sign you that year for that
0: right 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 and then the next
1: year it's the same thing and then after that after the seventh year then your service your term of service is done yeah and then you can go on it's like six or seven years don't exactly quote me that's why I wish Mason was here because he would know the number for that it's a long time they're like well you don't get called up to your like I said 25 then you're 33 when your arbitration's done and then then you can test the waters and teams are like well you're at the end of your prime now. Like, you maybe got a year or two. You're 35 years old. We're not going to sign you for seven years. Man. I mean, that'd be, that'd be like, here, the radio station saying, all right, you started after this date. Well, now we have you till 2027, Ryan. Oh, jeez. And you can't talk to anyone. You can't leave us. There's probably no, no compete clauses in that if you were to leave. You know, stuff like that, right? There's those little nicks and crannies and contracts. And then it would go from there where it's like, you're just stuck here. Which isn't the case. Which we're a great company. We, you know, we work for a great company. It's just like, would you want to be stuck for seven years no, with no choice? Like, right. I can't even test the waters. Right, that I option. can't go make more money. Yeah, or you're not going to pay me more money till it's all said and done. Wow. If I'm worth it.
0: Man. The MLB man, what's going on? I mean, I hope they make these negotiations stick. You know, and, like, and they're
1: not asking for a lot. And I think yeah. they're asking more for like, like the player, like the retirement for like their for the for the players' association, all that like after retirement and what goes in and. And the union, the union stuff, and all that after for the players after they're done playing. So, but there's a lot, and they're stingy. The players are being stingy, which rightfully so. Yeah, but it's so our owners. They're like, well, we just won't pay you. Wow, that's fine. We'll go on strike. Well, I but mean, they're making moves, right? Yeah, they are. They're moving in the right direction, and they're thinking about bumping like the, the quote unquote salary to where before you have to make the the ta- pay the extra taxes. After the season, if you go over this threshold, where there's what no, in your
0: your heart, do you think they're gonna get, make this make this happen for April first or no. March March? You know, whatever it is.
1: If they don't buy, because spring training starts here in a couple weeks, no, or about it's, a month, sched, right? it's yeah. scheduled to in about a month, right? So if they don't have something in the next week or two, oh boy. You, good luck, because they start. Well, I think they can cut spring training short, and you can cut a week of the season out where, Okay, instead that 162 games, you're playing 150. You, you know, I mean. Where yeah. players aren't going to be they're like okay but then they're losing money in that too because you get game day paychecks like every other sport
0: oh right right so right. it's like
1: that 12 games that could be that's crucial for a guy that are say the five hundred thousand dollar guy a year that's crucial for him for that money where a guy like mike trout he's like oh, all right whatever i just got 30 million in signing bonus and all my <laughs> endorsements that oh, i'm only losing like two million okay yeah you, you know the right. like guys like that they guys like that can think like that where it's still two million dollars but they're like oh that's just 12 less scans on my body okay where the guy's like well, what if I had a hot streak during those twelve games? Like a younger guy, you know. You look at it in that sense. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think
1: they'll start later, but not like half a season. I think mean, if you get to half a season, it's just done.
0: Yeah, right. You just got to no call point. it. Yeah, he's got to yeah. call it. Yeah. Well, let's hope they they get to these negotiations quick, and uh, let's hope they get them passed because we want to see baseball for the whole season, man.
1: And I was thinking, I saw a thing on it, and it kind of made good sense. Totally, but if if the MLB does go on strike. And extends. They should air college baseball more to bring attention to that because a lot of competition comes from the college level. Absolutely. To show, to show like aspiring kids that want to go pro or to the next level that hey, there is competition in college baseball. It's just not like college football where all the attention and money's in that. There's college. It, it's competitive. Oh yeah. And, there, and there's a lot of small schools like you could say like like Long Beach State. You know they're in the what the West Coast Conference yeah. where they yeah, play Gonzaga yeah, yeah. and Pepperdine. Pepperdine's another one where yep. it's like yep. It's like basketball or like there's no football program, but they have a killer baseball program and they compete. Stuff like like Chico State in California. They have D two school, they have a really good baseball program. I mean right. there's just other opportunities where you can showcase talent in baseball and if the pros aren't gonna do it. Well let the let college make some money on it you know if they're they can't do that give them some airtime until the season starts at least right just bring attention to the college sport not just the college world yeah. series
0: right right well i think they'll definitely do that especially espn they'll change their programming around and, and have more college baseball i think that'd be really smart for sure uh all right let's move on to the hall of fame of course only one player made it this year he was only the only one voted in david ortiz of course the red sox legend the dh legend um, are you okay with this? Are you are you are you all right with oh, just man. Ortiz? I'm about to
1: rant. You go first. You go first. I'm about to rant. Go <laughs> no, for I'm it. I'm
0: okay. I mean, I think Big Poppy is definitely a legend. You know, he's he's a great clutch hitter. Uh, won three titles w- with the Red Sox. Um, hit for 500 home runs, and there was another stat I forget, but he's the only guy to do it. The only other guys to do it are Babe, Babe Ruth, Mason's favorite, um, Babe Ruth. Uh, I forget the other. Two. <laughs> the think, wife killer. He calls him. <laughs> I think Vlad Guerrero, and I don't know the other one, but. But uh, he, you know, he I, I think he's deserving. I don't know if he was the first ballot type, but I, I thought he deserved
1: it. Um, I think he's i think he's first ballot. You think so? Just not. I'm going to jump to it right uh, now. Go ahead. Go I'm going to yeah, jump yeah. to it because it wasn't even David Ortiz that stole the headlines. It, right, was, of course. it was Clemens, Schilling, and Bonds being yeah. snubbed. Yeah. I'm going to name some stats off, and I want you to name the player real quick. You'll guess him in three stats. 400-plus home runs, 1,200 RBIs, 290 batting average. Eight gold gloves, eight All Stars, seven times slugger, and a three-time MVP before he allegedly used steroids. Yeah, it's Barry Bonds. Yeah, yeah, it's Barry Bonds, right? Let's yeah, say who yeah. do you, who do you think it is? Yeah, Barry Bonds. He did that before steroids. Yeah, when he supposed to use steroids. Right. I don't like how. What's the word? Um, where? Oh my God! <sighs> Hypocrisy. Yes, the the MLB and the MLB the Baseball Writers' Association so, of yeah. America, mm-hmm. the BBWAA. Yes. Yes. They're phonies. They're fraud. I'm going to go to Alex Jones. You son you know, where you're going with that. Where he's it's all, they're phonies. It's you, st- the steroid era saved the beloved game of baseball. And it really <laughs> did after that strike. It did. It, it, it was all time low in ratings. It was an all time, everything in attendance, all that. And then you had the likes of like, my you just didn't use, but you had junior hitting home runs. You had McGuire come out. You had Sosa. You had Bond. You had Paul Merrill. You had Schilling. You had Clemens. I just named a whole generation that saved baseball. Alex Rodriguez, when he came in the league. Those stats, guys don't do that in their career. Bonds did that in 13 years. And you mentioned this
0: is before the steroid before allegations.
1: Before the steroid allegations. Right. I could go on after that, because I think he was another two-time MVP. Yeah, and he well, hits, by the
0: way, he hit the most home runs ever. I mean, it's
1: yep, like, and 4, 411 before alleged steroid use. Right, so that's, right. Ken Griffey Jr. had think hit 650, or he was in that ballpark range. Well, that's only 200-something less. And he, it's like and then he hit 300 more after steroids. But it's like, I have no problem with steroids. Same with Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens, before the steroid allegations, was the best pitcher in the league. He was a Cy Young winner. I mean, you couldn't touch Roger Clemens when he was a Blue Jay, when he was a Red Sox, when he was a Yankee, when he was an Astro. Mm-hmm. You couldn't touch him. He saved baseball this pitching. In the era of, of the Kurt Schillings, of the Pedro Martinez, of the Randy Johnsons. You know, the list goes on with these pitchers. You can't not have Kurt Schilling in the Hall of Fame and call it a baseball hall of fame. Now on to Kurt Schilling. He has the numbers. He has the World Series. He has the infamous blood sock game, yeah. right? That everyone remembers. He hated the Yankees. That's when the, that rivalry was at its best, right? Well, because he was, I'm gonna say it, an asshole to writers. Same with Bonds and Clemens. They weren't the best with the media. But now you see why. Now you see exactly why players don't want to talk to the media, why they don't want to address them, why they why it should be it should be a player's vote because there are players that are coming out saying steroids or not Barry bombs is going to hit 60 home runs. There's no, there's no way around it. Right. He, he was a hall of famer before his best seasons at the end of his career. Right. Before he was the 74 home run guy, before he was doing this, before he was doing that. It, it just blows my mind that you can't have a hall of fame without those guys. Same with Pete Rose. We were talking about this before we started recording for the show. Pete Rose is the hit king. Pete Rose, the reason you – he because he was gambling, but it wasn't like he was shaving points. He was right. betting on his team to win, his own team, even though they could, they were like underdogs. He's like, My, the Reds are going to win. We're going to beat you guys. He was gambling on that. I get you want to get that out of the game. You're trying to make your point where you made it. Right. Because it And it's just like with Edgar Martinez. I'm not just saying it's to be Mariners' bias, but Edgar Martinez, I think, was a better player than David Ortiz. He just didn't have the moments – to compete in those big time winning, games because right, right. because he was with the Mariners during a weird he was there with the nineties but like in the two thousands after that it's just kind of the Mariners were very spot they had like four years in the nineties they had the two thousand one season and then there's nothing right where David Ortiz came where he wasn't doing nothing in Minnesota he came nope. to a very well stacked very well managed and coached and you name it with the Red Sox not to take away from David Ortiz but they were very like well, and Edgar make it because he was only a DH. And he made it to the last, t- the 10th the tenth year, I think it was on the ballot. 10th year. Like, all right, he batted 311, had 300 home runs. I guess we'll let him in. It was kind of not a pity. Yeah. Like, you can't have one of the greatest DHs ever not make it. Yeah. But now it's David Ortiz is on there. It's like, oh, it's David Ortiz. He played for, the-. it's because he played for the Red Sox. What, if David Ortiz did that with the Mariners, he would have been a second, third time ballot. Yeah. I, that, yeah. That's just, that's yeah. just my, yeah. my rant right. with I that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But you can't not have Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. I agree. I get Kurt Schilling just because his numbers were at, they were okay. You know, he, was, he won, I think it was like 100-something games. I think like 150, 160 games or he had X amount of strike, blah, 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 right? He wasn't even the best in his era. But he's a World Series champion, and the only reason they don't want him in there is because he was an asshole to Riders. And, want- and it's a bunch of old jocks because like you have guys like Kirchin. Jeff Pizan on ESPN, they're like they vote for him, yeah. And they're like, I'm voting for him. They're like, I voted for him every year. And I think Barry Bond's what? He he actually dropped this year in percentage. I think so. Because he yeah. was close to 70 last year. And he was like 60. 65, maybe 65. Yeah. He was close to 70, I think, last year. Right. I don't know. I just can't rant. I'm getting a headache what, ranting what do about you it.
0: What do you say to the people that that um with these sports writers that don't vote for him? I mean, what do you say to the people, and I'm I'm not saying I agree with this, I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Well, we just don't want anything associated with steroids to be in the the Hall of Fame. What do you what do you say? To put
1: him like in and put an asterisk asterisk. Right. Because it's like we were saying right before we recorded too. Tom Brady had Deflategate. gate. Are you gonna not let him in the Hall of Fame? Good point, yeah. Good point. Uh, you're not. Yeah, uh, no, you, but, you can't have not have Tom but, Brady in the uh, Hall of Fame. <laughs> Drew Brees, he was a part of Bounty Gate. Right. Or he wasn't but he played on the team he was with on Bounty team. Gate. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna yeah. let him in the Hall of Fame? Right, you're not of course. gonna let Sean Payton
0: in the Hall of Fame, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it's one yeah. of those
1: where it's just it's they're tough. they're hypocrites. Yeah. And it's it's sickening for the game of baseball because you you can't have some of your all time greats not in there. Yeah, like Mason said, Babe Ruth, in that era, they're high on methamphetamines smoking and, and smoking drinking, and eating yeah, baloney. Not know. like as enhancers, but it's like in the, even in the 50s, 60s, 70s, they're like, yeah, we were high on cocaine playing baseball. Novocaine, like we were on right. uh, amphetamines before. The to, stuff, yeah. The, you know, yeah, spitballs. You're going to ca- count out all these pitchers that are uh it Spider tack perf- or whatever the hell it is. You know, yeah, with like yeah. the tar to, to grip right. the ball better or spit right. balls. Like right. you're to knock right. them out? Yeah, like You're hypocrites because it was, it was a part of the game back then. But so was steroids. Yeah, It was an era. And it saved you guys. And after Barry Bonds and the, the summer of the home runs with, with uh, Bonds and McGuire, Sosa and Griffey and Frank Thomas and those guys. And then after Bonds hit his 74 home runs. I think it was 74, right? Yes. Where he sets the record after the 2001 season. Baseball tapered off. Once the long ball went away, and now there's the whole, they're boosting baseballs, right? They're right. they're having baseballs during, Something. during these big games. And they even said it during the Field of Dreams game. Hitters were like, that ball was bouncing off the bat more than it should have. Right. Even hitters were like, dude, I I barely made contact on that, that thing, flew 300, 300 feet. Yeah, yeah. And
0: it's yeah, just. Yeah, you know, it's just like, I, you don't want cheaters, and I get that, but at the end of the day, like, these guys, before they were cheaters, they were Hall of Fame players anyway. You know what I mean? Like. It's just like you said, it's just weird to not have the greatest hitter of all time, pretty much, not in the Hall of Fame.
1: Next to you could say next to P Rose. Right, right, right. Well, and not right. and not only those stats. He has the most walks in MLB history. Was P- it the they diamond him, Yeah, they were walking him with bases loaded. Bases loaded yeah, yeah. <laughs> to take a run instead of a grand slam. Like no one's ever done that. Steroids are not. I mean, it's you still have to line up. Yeah. Have the eye-hand coordination, have the athleticism, do hit a ninety-five mile per hour fastball. Yeah, steroids don't make you more flexible. Sure, they make you more powerful and all that. But Mike Tyson this weekend—they were talking about the steroids because the the voting was coming up—and Mike Tyson on a podcast, I can't remember whose podcast it was—said, "I'm okay. I have no problem with steroids in sports, of course, but he's like, I have a problem with it if if it's like you're you're physically putting harm on someone.
0: Yeah, like right, right, boxing
1: right. or UFC yeah, or yeah. stuff like that or grappling, you know." In a in a combat sport, if you're using that, because that is an advantage, and you could kill, literally kill someone mm-hmm. w- with with that when you're taking those enhancers, that's the only time I'm I'm against it. Other than that, he goes, you still got to be an athlete and go out on the on the court and do work, it, yeah. or the field, right? Or all this. I mean, but if 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 Balco or whoever said, hey, if I gave your top player steroids this year and they hit sixty home runs and your viewership went up thirty percent and revenue went up by hundreds of millions of dollars. Would you let your players juice? You know the first thing that'd be saying? Juice them up. Yeah. Juice up the Trouts. Juice up the Harpers. Juice them up. We don't care if they want to oh, take it, to do make it. Make that money. Make the money. Or some competing league should get, it'd be like kind of like the XFL, but start another like little league, right? Like yeah. another minor, My whatever, league. Yeah. an independent yeah. association and have steroid users in it and see what goes on. See if there's actually an advantage or not. And then take that team and then place them against some an all-star team or something, you know? And see if there actually is an advantage with a whole steroid-using team versus some of the best in the league.
0: It's interesting. It's interesting. For it's just sure. that's
1: just a stupid idea. But it's just like, okay, these these twenty players are using steroids, and these guys are all natural according to your testing. Let's see if their steroids actually can beat these guys. Yeah, so you still got to go out and perform. There's, yeah, there's no right. doubt about
0: that. That's right. At the end of the day, you still got to perform. And it's do you do you think a, a, a player associated with the steroid? Do you ever think they'll get in? Because if these guys can't get in, I
1: mean, who's gonna? You know what I mean? Like I mean I it's 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 hard to say. And I wish Mason was here because yeah, Oh, he sure, was yeah. he do you follow him on Twitter? No, actually he followed me to I want to say yesterday, so I'm about to He yeah. rants, man. Like good rants. Not <laughs> yeah, rants, right, but right, it's right, like right. he texted me yesterday where he goes, Bro, I am so pissed. And I'm like, Don't even get me started. He's like, I would love to come record with you guys. He has he has recording tonight, I believe, but right. he wasn't able to come in with us, but it's all good. He was like I would just cuss up a storm because we try to keep it family friendly i know i said my couple nah, assholes fine. all oh, this but we, tr- we just try to keep it clean for all the listeners but right he's like, right but he's at the point where he's like he's gonna be f-bombing because he, he i love baseball baseball is my favorite sport but he's like he's the guy that talks to the players on his podcast talks to the minor guys he's bringing attention Where i think it's more it hurts his heart more than actually i think ours oh it's sure. like, i grew up watching it. i'm like dude barry bonds was a god among men and, and people are saying oh steroids Steroids had nothing to do with it. The guy was a freak athlete from 86 till he retired in 07. Yep. I mean, steroids are not, the guy was a great... I just named stats right there. Guys don't do that for a career with or without him. Even guys with them. I don't think McGuire had more than 400 home runs in his career. I could probably... Do you want to look that up right now or have me? I mean, I don't... Mark McGuire had the couple good seasons, you know, and then he had the 70 home run season, but I don't think he was, like, dominant. Like, Barry Bonds was dominant on the... Like, in in the field in the batter's box, I mean, right. well, five eighty three was five eighty three. Okay, so Mark McGuire but still, it's like he's one of the greatest hitters you can say ever, right? Yeah, for sure. But he was he was told he was using steroids in the set in the early eight, late eighties early nineties. Right. So it's like I get that. It's like I don't think it was Mark as one of the one of the greatest power hitters, but not one of the greatest hitters. Like Barry, and then stolen bases. Barry Bonds had what 500, four four hundred stolen huh. bases That's or some stupid. Like it's just like. It was, like, between him and Griffey, like, who's the better player at one point? You you know what I mean? Like, because Griffey was doing the same thing, just just he didn't hit the long ball as much as Barry did. Right. You know, or get walked as much. Because Barry, Barry Bonds was the clutch hitter. or mm-hmm. Griffey had his clutch moments, but not bases loaded at the bottom of the eighth. Right. <laughs> <And they laughs> so we have em. a chance at the top of the ninth. Yeah, just, right, right. That's where I'm at with that. That's my rant. Usually I'm ranting about LeBron and the Lakers, but... <laughs> You That's, can't you can't not have those guys in there. It's just old riders, and I I think Barry. I think there's a Players Association where players can. There's a next step you can take. I was about to say, yep. Which I think he's gonna get in with that because even players are like, Ugh. there's in that era. You see players like steroids or not, a dude. He was a he was a phenom. Yeah, like, for sure. He should be in. So, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, and hopefully that process will get him in for sure. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and the man. Baseball Hall
1: of Fame, it's hard to get in because oh, there's yeah. so many riders and they're so old school. I think leave it have respected writers who actually fare like the Kirkchens, the Passans, like Michael Wilbon with the NBA, right? He's like, he's like, I give this to my vote for this guy because I think he actually deserves it over this person. Right. Right. Like they're, they're Passan integrity. and Kirkchens. And Kirkchens, Kirkchens is the encyclopedia. He <laughs> He's is, a Hall of Famer too, yeah. He, he's a baseball writer, Hall of Famer. And he's like, my vote will go to Barry Bonds every year, and he said that he's like I voted for Barry Bonds and I every, trust the guy, like, every year. And Passan yeah. said the same thing. He's like, yeah, Jeff, yeah. I voted for Barry Bonds every year. I've been eligible, right? And right. it's just it's these old school. I like, oh, and they're coming out and saying it, you know, the integrity of the game. There's no integrity. Steroids saved your saved your <laughs> saved your league. <laughs> right. Is what it did.
0: Right, right. So well, that's you know, it with
1: that. Let's let's hope they get
0: in with with that next step, like you said, and uh, you know we'll see what happens with but that. But congratulations, process. David Ortiz. Yeah, he, for is, sure. he is deserving. Yes, he yeah. is deserving. Yes. It's
1: just it's very another hypocritical thing. Can a, can a, can only a DH make it?
0: Right. Where of
1: course, he has the awards, but he played on really good teams. He did like all time great teams. Yeah, you could say where Edgar didn't have that. Right. Right. But now it's like, oh well, he did this, and it's just like, I'll look it up. We'll get back to it next week. <laughs> I want to see the actual line. The Mariners up.
0: fan in you. <laughs> it's a
1: Mariners fan in me, but it's just like,
0: yeah, no, but it's kind of sense. Edgar batted three eleven. I know. Yeah. Bat,
1: all day for DH career, or oh, not man. that's a career batting right, average. Ortiz right. was what like two sixty. Yes. But he had the home run, the clutch hit. He, this is our effing city, you know. Yeah, that he had the thing. memorable moment. I, lo- I love that. By yeah, the me way, too. Yeah, then yeah, they won the yeah, World Series. I love that he rallied the city. But it's like yes. Yeah. It's just because he played for Boston. Yeah. If Edgar that's played for Boston in that era, he would have been a first ballot hole. Okay, that, that's just my that's just my argument. Right, you th- you switch spots. Ortiz is a couple ballots in, where Edgar's a first time. That's it. Yeah, you just that, you the, the scenarios. That's it. Just it's different.
0: All right. Well, so. I, I trust you, man. You know more about baseball than me. So, all right, let's uh, go on to our final topic of the day. Of course, today we're recording this on the 26th, and it's two years to the date since Kobe Bryant passed away with his daughter Gianna in that awful. A uh, helicopter crash, of course, other, you know, uh, I think, what, what was it, eight other, eight other people? Eight of the families other families involved, yeah, eight other, it, yeah. Just an absolute tragedy, and uh, it was some. actually kind of went through my phone earlier, and they have statues of Kobe and Gianna at the site now, which I think is really cool, and something that they re- released today, but, uh, man, just remembering Kobe, man, what, I mean, this guy was the ultimate competitor, you know, the closest thing we've gotten to Michael Jordan since, and, you know, he's a great guy, great girl dad, a great husband. And uh man, just, 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 I mean, still to this day, it just gets me so sad just to think that not only he passed away, but his daughter. I mean, it's just.
1: And and just ugh. all the other families impacted, too. It was, yeah. Just, it was tragic. Like, yeah. I, w- I woke up at a my cousin's uh, birthday party the next morning and one of my cousins comes out and he goes, dude, Kobe's dead. And I'm like, oh, uh, you better shut the hell up. Yeah. Don't, yeah. You don't, I'm a, you don't joke about Kobe. Like that's yeah. that, that guy's untouchable. And you're a, you're a Lakers and fan. And I'm a Lakers fan. You right. know, it's just like, like, shut up. No, he didn't. And then. More reports started coming out, TMZ, ESPN, and then I get home, right, like an hour later and it's breaking news, Kobe Bryant, eight others involved, is Dr. Johnny, the whole thing, right? We all know the story. And it's just like, I, I don't think I've ever cried over like a celebrity or an athlete death until Kobe. Because wow. it's just like, he went about the game the right way. Yeah. He was the next thing to Jordan. I mean, he doesn't have like all the accolades, like LeBron or Jordan, but it's just like, guys talk about their they're like. He's playing that era, which is like you had all these great players, like Jordan did too. But it's like he played in the same eras as the Lebrons, as the Dirk Nowitzkis, as the Tim Duncan's and the Allen Iversons. These guys that are MVP deserving and I mean, rightfully yeah, so. He got you go his on MVP. And all the
0: players he played with,
1: and it's just the legacy he left on and off the court, and the way he was transitioning as an ambassador for not just the NBA but like basketball in general. Like he was like him and Nike were feuding, and he was about to leave Nike right before like the the time before the accident, the helicopter accident happened. Yeah. He was gonna branch off from Nike. because He was didn't like the way they were handling things with his thing. He's pretty much gonna take his his Mamba uh, fran- I'm trademark trademark and yeah. franchise, whatever you want to call it. And he was gonna bring that and start it as a, a company for athletes, like like basketball players, athletes all around. Like it's a, it's it's a company by and for athletes. yeah, right, right, right. And I think Jason Tatum was gonna be on. Like they they had oh, prototype yeah. shoes already. Right. Like, he was, he already the, like he was he was already in the like he was in the works. I'm leaving Nike. Right. Yeah. 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 And. He brought attention with his daughter Gianna showing up courts out of the game, showing him coaching her and all this, like teaching her. Like she was the next big thing. Like she was literally like, she goes to college, she's going to be the first pick and she'll probably win a title. Yeah. And then Kobe's going to go wherever she goes, right? Maybe he'll be a part of the franchise or all this. Like just the, the way he was going about basketball, his love, his, just his love for the game. So much left on the table. So much left. And so he was 41. It was it's so young and it's so tragic. And it's just like. It's just he had so much such a good impact on players. Like players are like, do we cancel the games today? Like they're like, we don't want to play. Yeah. But they know Kobe would have wanted them to play. Cause that's the competitor in Kobe goes, no the matter what mentality. You, you suit up and you play. Yeah. You know? And yeah. and it's just because like the NBA was getting more attention. He was being ambassador for the W not the NBA, the WNBA, excuse me, where the more attention is like, We need we need to pay them more. They need this. They need more structure. They need more attention. We need to do this. And he saw it in the aspect like my career's done. How can I help influence the game overall? The NBA is going nowhere. How can I help where my daughter's gonna I think it's more for John and who the path his daughter's gonna go down, but he sees the talent in it and he's just like, well, I'm a I'm a girl dad. You know, my career's done. What can I do to help this side grow now? And he did. Yeah. And I and I think that just there, there's so much left on the table. Yeah. And I think his wife Vanessa, is going about things the with the right way with, yes. with the mama foundation. Now, that's yes. that's the academy still going, it's still in his name. And it's just he was working from AAU to NBA to this. Like once he was retired, like he was like Jason Tatum was with the Celtics. He was training with Jason Tatum. Like he was working yeah, yeah, yeah. with players. Mini Mamba, they call him Devin Booker. You yeah. know, it's just like he was just an ambassador for the game now. With that mentality. Of with that things. mentality, he yeah. could have gotten ownership. Sure, you know, or yeah. been oh, a commentator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, no, I'm. I could be more of an impact and train guys. Like he was working on Giannis' jump shot. You know, and after yeah. that, Giannis' jump shot, it picked up, and so. It's just, it's just, it's, it's sad. It's two years later, you know, it's just like, you always yes. see it and, and you hear like the crazy stories, like, like I was at the, I was at Madison Square Garden and guess who was there? Kobe Bryant. You know, you yeah. hear all these stories. And it's just like, and like- just
0: his stories of training, right? Getting up at four every day and, and, you know, two times a day sometimes. And like you said, that mentality, I think is what is his lasting legacy. That mentality of you got to work your hardest, believe in yourself and you really can achieve anything did that with his daughters as well and especially Gianna um, implemented that mentality with players Mm -hmm. in the NBA currently Um, yeah Kobe Bryant forever man I mean just just such a sad still to this day just I'm still shocked that he's not alive anymore what's your
1: what's your favorite Kobe moment oh man my favorite Kobe moment that's a tough there's a lot
0: there's so many man I, I, I I you know it's funny I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan when I was watching him you know like I was a LeBron guy but Never in my wildest dreams would I ever sit there and say, yeah, I'm not a fan of his, but he stinks. Like I, I knew his impact. I knew that mama mentality. I <laughs> you knew... hated him
1: because he wasn't on your favorite team. Yeah, of
0: course. Of course. And he beat my favorite team all the time. But no matter what, whether I liked him or not, he was one of the greats. Great person. Great mentality. And I'll never sit here and disrespect him ever. Like, that's never, ever what I'll ever do. Uh, but one, the one moment that sticks out, I remember that that I was watching it. That game against the Suns. When he hit that game winner and, you know, he he, he uh, ripped his jersey open and was going crazy. And I, I was watching that live and I just remember like, man, I, after I watched that, I'm like, man, that guy, he was wearing number eight at the time. And I'm just like, man, that guy is a great.
1: Was that when they were the eight seed with like Smush Parker and Kwame Brown yes. and before yes. Paul Gasol and Bynum?
0: Yes. Yeah. So that was my, I think that was probably my most memorable Kobe moment. What about, what about you?
1: Mine's when they beat the Celtics. Yeah. Game seven, 2010 oh. finals. Yeah. I mean, he's like, this is the one, he's like, I, he's like, I can't go down as one of the all-time great Lakers. Because Magic was like, his career's not even done. Yeah. He doesn't have more titles than me, but he goes, Kobe's the greatest Laker of all time. And that's coming from Magic Johnson, Jerry West, the Bus family, Dr. Bus. are like, no, he's the greatest Laker ever. Cause, and then, like, that was right after, that was, like, right after he's like, hey, y'all, if y'all ain't gonna win, I want out. Like he was saying, that, I'll go to the Clippers. I don't Stoles, care. They'll pay me. And yeah. I'll go, I'll get paid to lose. You're yeah. not you're not paying me, but we're also not winning. So right, what are we right. doing?
0: Yeah, you're
1: right. You let Shaq go, which their feud. And she's like, you you hear like Sh- the. So back to my moment, real quick. Probably get all sidetracked. That moment, because when he had the hat on, he had and he put his arms out like yeah, like like, yeah. like wings. Right, he was like yeah. screaming at the crowd. The confetti dropping. That's my favorite Kobe moment. I mean, he had some good commercials where he jumped over the car. He had the Call, he had the call of Duty commercial. Yes, you know. yes, yes. Um, you know what
0: a, a great moment, too, is that just describes his mentality is when he tore his Achilles and still shot that free throw. That just shows you how, how dedicated and, and love for the game that he had. And they're only an 8 seed. Yeah. He's
1: like, I can sink these to at least put my team in. And he's like, he knew. He's like, yeah, tore my Achilles. Yeah, Like, you see, like, the trash talk on the court. I can't remember who he was talking to, but he's at a free throw line. It a close game in the game. I think it was someone against the Pistons. Like I think it was like the mid 2000s well after they lost the Pistons. But he was he put like five hundred thousand on a free throw. He bet a guy during the game, five hundred thousand bucks. Oh I'll God. make this free throw during a clutch time. The guy's like, All right. Oh. It's like five hundred uh, I think it was five hundred thousand. I gotta learn to read lips a little better. It, but it was a five <laughs> in there. There's yeah. a thousand. But yeah, it's yeah. called me. He's like, I'll make this five hundred thousand. Wow. He's like cash. You know, like you see him, he's like, All right. You know, and he sunk it and he looked at him and he ran down the court. But it's just like and the commercials, it's just like he was so antisocial, right? Very kept himself. And near the tail end of his career, he got that, that group like that 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 mentor, right? With like Julius Randle, with the D'Angelo Russells, with these guys coming in, he's like, We're I'm gonna show you the right way to do it because LA is a hard market to do it in. Like it's either you it's championship bus, but don't care if you're the worst team in the league. Right. You're striving to win a championship. Yeah. If you win 17 games, well, damn it, you better win 18 next year. <laughs> you know, it's right. just one of those, and right, it's just right. and and they went the right way. They paid him out. They're like, "Hey, you've been loyal. We know your injuries." He retired after 20, you know, and, and then, of course his 61 point game is last game. I mean, who who does that? No Incredible. one. No one. It, Nobody
0: but Kobe, man. It,
1: and it's just, you know, and he's he's in one of the greatest eras of basketball ever. With with the competition, with the game really started to grow on a global scale after the Chicago era, the Bulls. And I mean, another commercial I can think of is that Kanye West commercial he's with Kanye and he's all he's all Kobe Bryant how do I do this he's all more records more of this and yeah. he's just like he's like sell more and he's like but I'm Kanye West and He's like, but I'm the best yeah, right, he's, right. like, <laughs> he's like he's like do more It's like you know he's doing more it's like that was just his thing and everything. then they started like applying yeah, and then I yeah. think <laughs> Kanye with the stream he's like what the f does that mean Kobe Bryant you <laughs> Yeah, know, yeah like, right, like right, it right. was just like you saw him getting more into commercials and then one that gets me also I just remembering Kobe you know that I think it was like his final season. When he's like, I'm retiring. That's when, he, at that point in the season, he got hurt. He's like, All right, if I come back, I can play every single team one more time. Right on the road, at home, and I'm actually I'm going to end my career at home too. So his last game was at home,
0: right? Mm-hmm. We yep. dropped the sixty-one. Yep.
1: The commercial where he's all doing like the like the music conductor, right for the orchestra, and he's pointing to people in the crowd, and it's like Paul Pierce. He's like, I hated you so much. <laughs> it's like the spotlight drops on him, and it's just like the whole arena yeah. singing and all that, like. Just so many great moments, and I mean, it's just, that's all I got. There's, I, could, I could talk about Kobe Bryant for hours. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it was just I
0: think we all could. Yeah.
1: I'm glad I was a Lakers fan during that era, too, because yeah. I know I had some fans somebody's are fans of other teams, like you are saying, they're like, I can't stand Kobe Bryant. He, <laughs> he's not even that good. It didn't matter if it was Afro Kobe that's number crazy. eight or it was Black Mama Kobe number right, 24. Right, right, mean. right. And he was like Michael Jordan. He goes, I will play every game to the best of my abilities because someone dropped cash to come see me play. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. never not going to have, I'm not going to have a day off when i'm when i'm playing yeah which you see a lot of that now with with the like the kawaii leonards and all that where it's like well i'm gonna rest
0: yeah I don't like, like there's that.
1: no resting kobe yeah I had, I had a shirt it had an x-ray of his hand all the injuries on a shooting hand right and it was like the fractured finger the dislocation the broken like the broken you know every injury that had all five rings on his hand oh jeez. it's like those are all injuries he played through too right right it's like that last finals gonna be thinking what a broken finger or something yeah that i think the, so yeah, yeah. Hand? yes like, yeah get out of here man. Yeah, no just, load, just, load
0: management here. Yeah.
1: Mm-mm. All one of the all-time greats and you
0: know. <laughs> he left us too soon. So Yeah, for sure. Rest in peace Kobe Bryant, man. We will definitely remember him forever not just on, you know, the anniversary of, of the tragic accident. All right, man, that's it. I think we covered everything. Uh we'll obviously have the championship games for the NFL. We'll talk about that next week. We'll preview the Super Bowl and anything else that comes along, we'll definitely hit it for I sure. I think the
1: NBA tried the the trade the trade deadline's coming it's up soon. Coming too. up
0: in about uh, I think 2 or 3 weeks. 2 or 3 yeah. weeks. Yeah. So that's gonna be something to talk about for sure. Let's see what the Lakers do, we'll see what the big teams do, and uh we'll go from there. All right, man. Well, good show for Antonio. I'm Ryan. We're signing off until episode twenty four. Peace y'all. Later guys.